0: Welcome back to She Talks Life podcast. This is your lovely host, T-Ray, and I am here to bring you another new episode. And um, I'm telling you guys, I know that I've been abandoning this podcast. I would come on here, I would give you some content, and then I would run off. But I've been trying to put my um, eggs in so many different baskets instead of one. And that's helping me be able to create content and in multiple platforms and learning how to navigate socials like different social networks, different social platforms and where I can bring She Talks Life to everybody wherever they are, whether they're on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Spotify, wherever. I want to be able to allow you guys to see this content as well as hear this content. So um, I've been practicing um, standing behind the camera, being able to be comfortable so that I can do recordings and actually give you the, the um, visuals on the YouTube channel and then, you know, give you the shorts on the um, the audio. And then also we have a Patreon page where I will bring bonus content or longer content and so forth. So if you're interested in joining the um, Patreon and supporting the podcast, I will leave the Patreon link below. Um, We start anywhere from a dollar all the way up to $20. Um, We expect to bring merch and so forth. But in order to do that, I need to be able to promote and so forth. So let's jump in. Today's episode I'm trying not to keep it longer than it needs to be but one of the conversations that I wanted to have was um, geared towards uh, something I saw on Twitter um, where and I've seen this for years now I'm an older woman I'm 40 something years old I'll be 43 actually on September 10th and I've seen this so many times from when I was younger and, you know, we have this judgmental behavior where we see a woman that's a single mom and we make assumptions about her based off of, you know, her frustrations with the person that she she shares a child with. And I think that one of the reasons why we um, tend to isolate single moms is because we make the assumption that it's her fault that she got pregnant by a guy That is a no, it's not worthy of her that she got pregnant by a deadbeat dad. But here's the thing. She was capable of making the decision based off of the representative that showed up to her, not the true identity of the person. And so, for instance, um, one of them is like, oh, well, you're the one who chose to lay down with him and give him a child. You didn't choose to lay down with the true person, because the true person never showed itself until after the fact that you had this kid. Um, And I am a true, I can speak on this Um, before anyone decides like, well, what gives you the authority to speak on this? I can, because I experienced that same trauma that I had to live with for 22 years, but I made the conscious decision to be a single mother and raise my kid based off of my upbringing and who I am as a person. And I've always made it a point to say, I will never force anyone to be a parent. I've never been that person to say, oh, I need to force him to be a dad because he's not qualified to be a dad. He doesn't want to be a dad. He just wants to have people give birth and that's it. So 22 years ago, I had my son. When I met my son's dad, the story that he gave me, I didn't have history with him. So I had no idea what his story was. All I knew is what he told me at the time. He had one kid. Um, he was single. There was no other women around. And, you know, I was in my 20s, my early 20s. I think I had just turned 20 when we met. And, um, you know, we started a relationship. What I thought was a relationship because we were seeing each other exclusively in my book but he, the representative showed up. When I later found out I was pregnant and I told him I was pregnant, he didn't say get an abortion or anything like that. He just kind of disappeared for a while. And then he came back around and I, um, cause I started finding out things more and more from other people that knew him was like, Oh, well he has another kid. Um, he, and at the time, which I found out 20 years later, that when I got pregnant with my son, he was lit. When we met, he literally, someone was pregnant for him and had almost was ready to give birth. When I found out I was pregnant, she was already getting ready to have his son. And I thought my son was the third. I thought, you know, I found out about the second kid. Um, and I was like, okay, so he got to no matter what. I'm not gonna say I don't want to be with a man with kids or like condemn him for having kids because you have a life before me and stuff happens. So, you know, I'm here thinking like okay, things are great, whatever, and come to find out 20 years later that yes, he did have a kid prior to me, and um I didn't find that out until my son was a grown man. Um, because the woman does not want anything to do with him and he's no, he's not allowed to be in his child's life through a court order because of whatever they went through. I have no idea who she is, never met her, don't even know the kid, anything like that. All I know is that before my son, there were three. When I got pregnant with my son and he walked away and I decided to raise my son on my own, he got married and then he had another child. I I eventually met his wife and the other child because we tried to co-parent and it didn't work out because he just didn't want to be co-parent. Last I heard, he had almost 10 kids. Almost. That's what I've heard last I heard. But the guy that I met when I got pregnant with my son was the representative of who he is. He was a gentleman. He was caring. He was loving. He took me out on dates. You know, he made sure that I ate every day. Like he was just checking for me like a relationship. And so when I see women say, Oh, well, you should have never had a baby by him, it's not unless you're you've never experienced it, you cannot identify with it. So you shouldn't, you shouldn't look out on the outside, watch from the sidelines and be like, That's unfortunate because until you experience it for yourself as a single parent, that's when you realize why these women behave the way they do after the fact. Because, you know, there are some women who hold on, some women let go. I was one of those women that let go because I felt I had to let go for my sanity. I couldn't bounce around the government looking for child support. I went to court. You know, I got influenced. It's all about being influenced. I got influenced by my siblings, my parent, you know, my mother. I got influenced by those people who were like, oh, you need to put him in court. You need to make him do this. And I did. I did follow that procedure. I went to court. And then I realized that when a man starts to dodge from you and for you to serve him paperwork to go to court for me the the Virgo in me it's like I'm in defense mode and I'm also in survival mode and I just realized like this isn't the life that I want not for my kid and not for myself so you know what I did I said fuck the court paperwork I went out there. I was 21 years old with a baby. I went out there. I went to school. I went out there and got a degree. I went and got a job. And I gave this my son the life that I felt like he deserved to have, even if it was just one parent. I know people say, oh, you know, you, a boy needs his dad, whatever. But even if he does need his dad, any relationship that I got into afterwards, it was someone that's going to be a father figure to him. So I felt like, I didn't need him to be the dad, but someone could be the dad and help me raise my kid. And that's exactly what happened. So my son grew up to be a loving kid. He didn't feel like, you know, he needed to be something different. Uh, When my son was 17 years old, his dad reached out to me through family members and he asked me, He got my number through his sister because I stayed in touch with his mom and his sisters and my son got to know them. He got to know his older brother. Um, And so my son knew them because I kept that communication open. And then when he reached out to me, he asked if he could see his son. And I said, well, he's an adult. He's almost an adult. I'm going to ask him if he wants to see you. And based off of his answer, that's the answer you will get. And I spoke to my son and I said, hey, your dad um, would like to see you. Um, and he said, I don't know him. These are my son's words. I don't know him. I'm at that age where I really don't need him right now in my life. So I don't think that I want to see him. And I told him, okay, I understand that. I know some mothers will be like, oh, no, you should have forced him. I will never And hear it from me, I will never force my son to do something he does not want to do because he's grown, he's able to make the decisions for himself. And sometimes as parents, we cripple our children by making decisions for them that shouldn't be made. And that is one of them. That's a trauma that I will never want to put on my child. Now, if he gets older and decides, hey, you know what? If I encounter my dad, I'll have a conversation with him. That's on him to make that decision because... I don't want the resentment for me to say, oh, you forced me to see him and I don't like who he is. Or, you know, the other side of it is like, oh, why didn't you let me see my dad? I never kept him from his dad. His dad just never wanted to be in his life. He never wanted to be a parent. Every time I would say, hey, would you come and take him and, you know, hang out with him? He would say, yes, 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 and never showed up. And so I got to the point where, The only person that's gonna disappoint my kid was me and I left it alone and that was it. Um, That's all I have today for the podcast. I will um, get back with you guys and on the next episode.